A Soul Camp licensed podcast and a YEG original. Let's get ready to rumble! All right, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to YG Sports Live with A-Rod and Amos here on gradio.ca, presented by First Round Burgers Beer Sports. You betcha, buddy. Dude, fired up right now. This is the clinched Yeah, official episode. Put the X beside the line, and yeah, we're going. Postseason hockey's happening for the first time in 11 years. And we're going to rename the city the City of Champions, my friend. The City of Mick Champions? Yeah, whatever. Mick Nuggets? Step in <laughs> say something about that? I think they might. He's already got 97th and Connor's Way, so <laughs> there's lots of parade routes, you know, right? down that way. Okay, let's not. Okay, whoa, whoa. Let's not. Okay, whoa, whoa. Listen. Okay. Well, yeah, well, you know, the let's chickens hatching and the eggs, all that jazz. Okay, exactly. huge show on YG Sports Live today. Uh, lots of Oilers to talk about. Like I said, we're on a five-game heater right now. Going Oilers into L.A. tonight. Yeah, we have a preview of tonight's game against the Kings. Uh, Dadbot going for win number 41. Which would be a record. Set, a single-season win record. Yeah. Um, you know, Grand Fear is going to be watching the game and uh i think he might be in attendance i think he's still he might be in attendance he might be he, he you know, he's like a millionaire there, right? you know he's rocking this <laughs> sick tan he's gonna get the playoff Buddy. like chrome dome haircut going he's gonna grow it out still look disgusting he's gonna look like vintage hulk hogan okay who's gonna have the best playoff beard mcdavid oh, yeah. nuge or Everly? that sounds like a twitter poll yeah <laughs> i'm gonna twitter poll like that twitter poll. okay we'll do that on twitter okay so huge show we got oilers talk about bakersfield condors raptors and a-rod we have a very special guest in studio right now with us on yg sports live we have dusty from jays on the couch dot ca is it Jay's from the couch. What's going on, guys? Oh. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in and uh, getting weird with us. Hey, man. Thanks a lot for having me. I'm really excited. Dude, I'm almost jealous your jacket is, I think, nicer than mine. <laughs> <But> <laughs> I mean, it may not be as as loud, but uh, yeah. no, you yeah. look flashy. I well, like thanks, it. Man. I like you know, it. Yeah. I had to run over here from the that, 9 to 5. So, yeah, that's hard style. That's the guy, good to the go. guy shows up game. to do a podcast in a suit. Right? <laughs> I respect that. That's that's the kind of heat that Dusty's going to bring for us today. Right? I'm on, guys. That's I'm ready to go. So, yeah. So, we'll talk about the Blue Jays. They started their season yesterday. Yep. Um, sure did. 11-inning yeah. marathon, I guess you can say, against the Baltimore Orioles going down 3-2. So, we yeah, will yeah, break yeah. that stretch, down. Stretch the deep innings on that one for sure. Uh, that's we'll what break she that said. down. We got lots to get to there. So, I mean, hey, Rod, I don't know. That's why just sports live. Let's go. Let's go. Okay. All right, we are back here on YG Sports Live with Aaron Namos. Tuesday night, 5 o'clock on gradio.ca. Aaron, presented by First Round. Burgers, beer, sports. All right, buddy. Well, let's, let's talk about things. Let's talk about things. Let's talk about the oil. Five-game heater. We can, we can finally say the P word. One, two, three, 
playoffs clinched officially last week yeah. against LA against LA right? yeah in in an absolutely huge w for the boys things are just going really well right now Arod uh they've won 8 straight at home which ties a franchise eight, record 8 straight at home they've put together two different four game win streaks they're 11-3 and 1 in their last 15 games that's uh from February 28th to now wow. outscoring their opponents 50 to 34 in that time, A-Rod, two points back of Anaheim going into tonight's yes. game against L.A. Ducks also in action tonight against the Flames and San Jose. Uh, oh, Dusty's Flames. Yeah, hosting Ew. Vancouver. Oh, yeah, I heard Ew. that nasty That's rumor that you that caught that. Yeah. <laughs> hey, sorry, sorry about that, but no. I'm from Calgary, so. Okay, hey, you know, hey, man. Okay, all right, we, all right. We, we don't discriminate. We just like... We sure. might not ask you to hang out after the show, but <laughs> we may not ask you to come on the overtime show, or go out with us in public. But I, I, I will I give it to Calgary; they have really turned their season around, Hot. and I'm excited for a potential battle of Alberta first round in the playoffs. That would be something else. Eleven years of just garbage droughtness, yeah. and then first round battle of Alberta. That'd be the first time since 1991. That we've had a battle of Alberta yes. in the postseason. Yes. Ooh, Aaron, hot on the stats. I like yeah. that. Did you ever see that clip of Theo Fleury sliding across the ice, all nail Yakupov like? Oh yeah, Yakupov that was from that series. <laughs> I love that clip. I love that clip. Of course you do. Obviously. I like the nail Yakupov one better. Uh, the Yakupov one was good actually. I, they, and it was against L.A. And he. Oh my god. That made TSN top ten the other day. Best Oiler moments uh, oh. since 2005, 2006. Yeah, that's up there. What was yeah. number one? Uh, what was number one? Uh, I think it was Jordan Eberle's goal against uh, Calgary. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> it, <laughs> it, it must have slipped my mind. It is oh, first game of the NHL. Which which five good moments got cut though? Is what <laughs> I guess I gotta throw out. Nice, I love it. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. Well, Arod Oilers huge game tonight against LA. Uh, yes. Cam Talbot going for win number forty-one. Yes. Which would be a single-season franchise record for the Oilers. I'm excited. I think it's going to happen. Four games left in the season. Uh, Connor McDavid is six points away from hitting the century mark in I actually have not even his second full season in the not NHL. Even. This is this is his. Yeah, like, I mean, you first can call it a sophomore, season. but it's not, not. It's not even really a sophomore. He gets like half of next year to like, like, like for like to combine like freshman and sophomore. Freshmore. Freshmore. He's a freshmore. He's a freshmore. I like that. That's Feel huge. Feel free to use that for your Blue Jays. <laughs> done. Done. Freshmore. I'm feeling it, Is actually. Is Devin Travis a freshmore? No. We'll get to that later. We will. Okay. <laughs> uh, so McDavid, he's got 94 points. He's yep. got a seven-point lead on 88. Patrick Kane yeah, right now. Yeah, second. Crosby's still third. Almost a certainty that he's going to win the R. Ross Trophy it's, at yeah. this point. You know what? You can just pack it up and send it down to... Uh, okay, uh, so... On Connor McDavid way. So, so I mean, 104F. Six points in four games? Totally doable. But see, here's the thing. I have a bet with my going on with my buddy Mitch, who yep. I know is listening right now, and he's a huge Blue Jays fan. Um, <laughs> he's like, "Hey, bud, I'll bet you." He's like, "We should make a wager." He's like, "20 bucks says Connor gets 100 points." I said, "I'll take the under." You said you take the under. I'll take the under. You don't think Connor's gonna hit? He's gonna hit 99. He'll hit 99. Okay. And here and here's my reasoning. If you don't last, think McClellan's gonna pay him the last two games? They won't. They won't play. I don't think McClellan will play McDavid, Dreisaitl, Talbot probably the last game of the season, which is here in Edmonton. If Talbot now, wins tonight, you don't need to play him the rest of the year. Mm, yeah, I would say so. I'd say you want to give LB some looks yeah, just in case, for sure. right? Um, but anyway, so I was told my buddy Mitch, I'm like, dude, I, I said, I got 20 bucks that says that he, get, that he gets 99. The reason is four games left in the season. 
Three of them are on the road. McDavid doesn't have as high a points total on the road as he does at home. That's true. If the last four games of the year were, were at home, I'd be like, yeah, I will take the over on that too. But I'm Connor McDavid, and I know I'm at 94 points, and I know I can get a hundy. I'm going for it. This is, I'm, this I'm, is I'm true. I'm 100% going for it. And the thing is, too, is, yes, he might not play that last game against Vancouver, but if it is for position, for first place in the Pacific, he will play. He will play. And that's and that's the thing. This three-game uh, road trip, the final road trip of the of the regular season oh, anyway. This is a nasty one. It'll come down to, yeah, it'll come down to have the Oilers locked up even the Pacific Division. Or they're still playing for a second or third or first, right? Right. Anaheim just needs to stop winning hockey games right now. They, they need to pull a San Jose. John Gibson looked good on he Saturday night hot, too. Like, but not man, good that one kick save on Connor too. Mm. Like, ugh. yeah, gross. But you know what? Real quick, yeah. I want to say that uh, in overtime, and maybe you could even chime in on this too. Um, when Connor McDavid was coming down on a two-on-one with Drysaddle, that on reminded me of 2014 Kings. Blackhawks game six in Chicago and the Kings defender blew a tire and Johnny T and Patty Kane came down on two on one and Kane buried it to to finish the series. Uh, as, I'm sorry. That scares. As soon as like, Dowdy blew scary. that tire, I knew that game was over. Like, it absolutely. Just, uh, <laughs> absolutely. And, and if you the watch thing. the replay from the uh, GoPro on the refs cam, you can just watch Dreisaitl, like, sliding his foot, and he's just waiting, 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 waiting. In, exactly. And that's where I think uh, that McDavid and Dreisaitl are the next Taves and Kane. Oh, why They're not? the next Crosby, Malkin. Malkin, absolutely. The 100%. High scoring duo in the NHL or right now. The next Monaghan uh, Goudreau, Goudreau. But. 50, 97 times better. Yeah, I'm, throwing, I'm like <laughs> trying to hold back vomit right now. It's just <laughs> terrible. <laughs> as 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 much as you are a Flames fan, though, you you do have to respect the pure talent that is that is McDavid. I mean, it's like it's, it's like disgusting. the same reason I hate Crosby. It's because it's he's so disgusting. good. It's incredible. He's so good, especially for the for the age that he's at, and it's just and he is he's like he reminds me of Ovechkin when Ovechkin first came to the league and just like how electrifying he was to like, watch. Like when he scored that goal on his back in exactly. Arizona. Exactly. Blind. I almost did one of those last week, actually, in ball hockey. No, you did I almost did. I have witnesses. Pictures. Anyways. <laughs> Testimonies count for something, too, right? Okay. O- OJ used his words, and he got off. So <laughs> <laughs> That's a hot take. <laughs> Anyways. No, I, I I mean, watching watching McDavid play, and, and just, like, what he's doing. He's 20 yeah. years old. He's leading the NHL, like I said, not even his second full season. Yeah. And, um, like, I mean – Leading the NHL in even strength points, 62 of his 94 yeah, points you're telling me the stat ha- have come on five-on-five hockey, and that's 72% of his point production. That's scary. That's disgusting. B- I mean, our power players is pretty gross as it is already, but the fact that he's putting points up like that five-on-five, uh, yeah, look out. And like I said, Aero, this this team is look more like a playoff game in or a playoff team in the last 10 games than probably they have all season. Yeah. Um, because they're tuning, they're tuning up. They're ready. Thirty goal watch too for the uh, the yeah. top line. Uh, mm-hmm. McDavid at twenty nine, Drysdale yeah. at twenty eight, and Maroon at twenty seven. Yeah, my prediction still might come right. I, and, I, and I will stick with you on that one. Uh, I got some stats for uh, just for the last week. Uh, we covered Cam Talbot. He's going to go for win forty one. Um, Saturday marked the third time in team history that the Oilers have won eight straight games, and that also ties a record, oh, franchise record. Cam Talbot also played his 70th game of the season yeah. on Saturday night. That is yeah. insanity. Absolutely. And also, uh, Leon Dreisaitl is now eighth in league scoring. 
He's going to get that $1.6 million bonus. <laughs> oh, oh, he knows he's sure. getting He it. knows it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Um, I got some projected lines for tonight, too. Yeah, go ahead. Um, so the, the top six, I wouldn't even exactly touch it. Exactly the same. Uh, you got, you got uh, McGogo centering Maroon and Drysaddle, the hottest line in hockey right now. Second R&H. line, you got Nuge. Uh, with Luch and Ebbs. Third line, you got Pouliot, Deharnay, Cassian. Fourth line, Latestu, Hendricks, and uh, the Drake. I have uh, Slepichev sliding in for Hendricks tonight. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good call, actually. And you know what? I like that. I like that best. Hendricks had a kind of a bad game on Saturday. Yeah. I wasn't too impressed, but um, he's been in and out lately. Uh, yeah. Griba sliding back in tonight as well. He's, yeah. Well, he's I playing thought, great lately. I thought Benning was going to be in tonight. I I. I is it is Benning tonight? Yeah. Oh, and I have Griba yeah, as the Benning seventh. Came back, yeah. That's right. Yeah. And that's the th- and that's the great thing about Griba. Griba is a great seventh, especially for the playoffs. He's, he can come in and out. Oh, and this is whenever. just well, the way Todd's been coaching lately, dressing yeah. guys based on the matchup, right? Absolutely. Okay, A Rod. Uh, real quickly, um, if you had to pick a team that you would prefer to play in, literally eight days from tonight, who do you want first? Calgary. You want Calgary? Calgary. However, I want Calgary bad. However, I want Calgary from three months ago. Calgary, I don't want. I don't want what? eight. We- you know I I don't want Hold Calgary on. recently. Calgary. Hold on, you can have Calgary from three months ago. It's called the San Jose Sharks. Okay, yeah. perfect. I would rather take. San I'm down Henry, with that. Right? Okay. Oh yeah. Okay. Right? Sweet. I'm right? down you with get that. A high That's the thing. Oh yeah, yeah for yeah. sure. If yeah. if I'm looking at who I want Calgary to play at San Jose right now, you got you want the guys on the slide. And if Thornton's out for any length of time, yeah, like that just hurts them even well, more. Well, and it, and if and going to come back wearing a cage too. Totally, absolutely, and it, that shot he took to the face is just brutal. Well, and it, and it's weird how the wild card works too, because if you slide into that second wild card spot, you're playing Chicago. Yeah. No matter what. And Nashville clinched that. Nashville's clinched. So Nashville yeah. is. Uh, Nashville's playing Chitown right now. Yeah, they're gonna dance. With the devil. Uh, I. And I, Calgary's playing Anaheim. If the playoffs were to start today. Yeah. Right. You know what? You know what? Okay. Here, and Anaheim has the on. best worst problem ever. Which goalie do I start? <laughs> Legit. But that's, and here's the thing: if if it turns out to be Anaheim Calgary first round, I'll ask you this, Dusty. What do you think of the matchup of Ryan Kessler versus Matthew Kachuk? Two of the biggest uh, pains in the asses, <laughs> <laughs> thorns in their sides. Guys, well, that after you the way hate, I watched uh, on your team, you would love Kachuk and Dowdy go at it last week. Like that was pretty awesome. That you was know, a beauty. I mean, it, okay, it, what's I your take on that? Okay, so I love having that guy. I love having that pest. We haven't had one in yeah forever. I, I mean, a guy at his level, I, it's like flurry. I mean, Niemannin was there, but Niemannin wasn't any good. So yeah. Kachuk's good, and he's got that pest level. Like 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 the early Brad Marchand before he was a thirty five plus. Yeah, score. exactly. And I I really liked seeing him stand his ground against one of these elite stars. And really, the way the team reacted though, I felt like the team was distracted that night. Yeah. yeah. It seemed like they got away from the game plan. It seemed they like did. it caused more of a distraction than it should have. It was. I love. LA benefited from it. Yeah, and so I loved it because I love having that kid on the team. I love the gusto. I love that he's not backing down and he's giving Doughty shots all game and he's yeah. trying to get inside the guy's head. And yeah. But the way the team kind of reacted to it, I think it was more of a Yeah. And a that's hindrance. the thing. That's where it's a catch-22 because, you know, if you're Drew Doughty in, in that situation, you say, you know what? I have nothing I have nothing to prove against you. Yeah, I'm a two-time exactly. cup winner. I'm an Olympic gold medalist. You can, you can taunt me all game. I don't care because you know what? That's going to put you in the box. And when it does, my power play is going to make you pay. And that's what L.A. did. But if you're Matthew Kachuk, you're showing that, hey, I'm not going to back down from you. And if you want me, I'm right here. If I have to fight 
you know, another, if I have to fight half your team to get to you, I'll do it. Right. And that's where I think that, you know, that might hurt Calgary later on because Kachuk, the way that he plays, he plays on that edge. But if he keeps doing that in the playoffs, that will cost the Flames in the playoffs, I think. It could, yeah, I like it in the playoffs. I like that edge. I look back at oh, what Furlan did two years ago. Yeah. And and that's where, like I say. That line. He, yeah. He needs to establish that line, but don't go over it. Don't go over to the part where it hurts your team. Like you want to stay. Yeah, under you you got to play. Gonna... You got to play with a chip on your shoulder Absolutely. for sure, right? But uh, yeah, when it when it comes to playoffs, yeah, know know the line of getting getting your teammates fired up and and putting yourself Costing in the box for yeah. possibly more than two or more. Uh, actually, really quick, since you are here and, and we're on the topic of the Flames, I read this interesting article the other day uh, about how uh, Gallant let the pretty much team get drunk on, on a the train. train the train yeah, ride yeah back yeah. from montreal <laughs> after they got so it was their fifth straight loss they lost 4-1 and pretty much uh coach g just said just go ahead and lift the liquor ban for the boys and uh keep the drinks on ice and and apparently it was they that you can't completely accredit that to that but the next night they won and i think that was well that one was one move. or two games before the yeah. 10 game win streak started and yeah I don't, don't know, just a little bit of team bonding sometimes, you know. It's just hockey players are people too. They need a beer now and then. Exactly. And I think <laughs> and I think for Gullitson to do that to get the boys together and, you know, air out their laundry, you know, with everybody, you know, in the room, I think that helps. You right. Know, if you need a little bit of liquid courage to, you know, to get the cock off your chest, so to speak, then <laughs> so be <laughs> it, right? <laughs> hey man. It's uh, it's all about bonding, right? But uh, no, it'll be but very, it very interesting to see the way things play out over the next four days. I, I'm like, I honestly, I kind of see us winning out, to be honest. But winning <laughs> out, and then we'll see what happens. And next going week, for, for first sure, place, we will have a preview. Oh, we will playing. definitely have yeah. a full Stanley Cup preview by by next week, and and see where playoffs the playoff do pictures. Start April twelfth. Follow us in the meantime on Twitter at YG Sports Live for all of your Oilers updates and news. And uh, go Dadbot tonight. Let's get uh, let's get that big win forty one. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I do. We got time for three stars. Do you got? Oh Chris, yeah, no, do yeah. Crease talk. Yeah, we'll, we'll do crease talk. Uh, I was actually thinking I'll, I'll rip crease talk in the overtime show. Oh, and okay. then, uh, but if you want to do Oilers three stars, yeah, I'll do my three stars. And yeah, then, uh, we'll, we'll take a music break. Music break, and then, and then we'll then, talk uh, some Blue Jays. Yeah, let's come back and do Jays. I like Condors, that. Condors, we'll do. Yeah, okay. So three stars. Um, third star of the week, Cam Talbot. Here's some goalie numbers for you. Yeah, love um, it. Th- he went three and zero with a one sixty one sixty seven goals against average, nine forty six save percentage. He's gonna get his seventy first uh, start tonight, which leads the league for goalie starts. And as we talked about, he could get win forty one tonight. Uh, second star, Leon Drysaddle, uh Over the past week, had one the goal. The doctor. Yeah, one goal, three assists. The one goal he had was huge. Um, he's second on the team on the team with goals at twenty eight. He's on a ten game point streak alongside Connor McDavid. Oh, uh, by the way, the, the those uh, that ten game point streak yeah. they're on. Yeah, for a combined thirty four points uh, between the two of them. No big deal. Yeah. And uh, first star of the week. Dusty knows it. Dex knows it. You know it. Connor McDavid. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Three goals, four assists. Leads the NHL with 94 points. Leads the team in goals with 29. And he's also on a 10-game point streak. Also has 26 multi-point games on the He season. gets an extra star for best smile on the Oilers, too. Do you see how happy he gets when oh, not only overall, he scores, overall, but when his on. teammates Time out. score? Time out. No. Time out. 
Oh, you, you got the job? See oh my yeah. Background on my desktop. That's that's. Yeah, that kid wants to be in Edmonton for life. Well, I mean, a lot of people say that their first year here. <laughs> well, I mean, this is hey, listen, this is his freshmore season. Till he gets married and his wife wants to go to California, and <laughs> this sounds familiar. No, no, I, I, I would, you know. <laughs> right. Um, we want so Connor that's my here first forever. Star of the week, and then my honorable mention. I always have these. Uh, I'm gonna th- throw it out to Oilers fans everywhere. Um. Endured 11 years of hell. I know we did. Dusty. It's been rough. Trying to just defend yourself you, as an Oilers fan. In, yeah, you, you've seen the playoffs more than we have in the last 11 years. So. You know what? I'm excited for Oilers fans. I, I, I It, it pains you. me to say it, but I got to go to a playoff game two years ago and just Sick. the atmosphere, man, it is unreal. Like the noise level after a goal, it's like that through the entire game. And yeah. especially in Alberta where hockey's so important and you've had fans that have been missing it for so long. Yeah. I'm, I'm happy for Oilers Oilers fans. They're, they're going to get to experience something special, oh, even man. if it is just a four-game exit. Oh, yeah. Whoa! <laughs> uh, chalk up the season Ooh. stats if you want to talk about <laughs> four and oh, bud. Hold yeah, on a second. Okay. Hey, so, free train ride. Free oh, yeah, train ride. Okay, 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 okay. But, you know, this... You know, and and it has been a, a long time, and for a lot of people, you know, they've never even experienced something like that. Maybe all we needed was a new building. Who knows? But I said, <laughs> that. I said that two years and, ago. And I think that kind of makes this season even that much more special. The fact that we are kind of doing it, yeah. you know, with the revelation of the Ice District and and Rogers Arena and all that, and Rogers Place. It, Rogers Arena is in Vancouver. Yeah. Is that what I said? You said Rogers Arena. Is it Rogers Place? Whatever. It's all owned by Rogers. They own the NHL. They own everything. So, they whatever. They own the Blue Jays. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a great segue, Alex. Damn it! <laughs> no, but it, it, it's going to be super special. And even when we were at the Philly game, like, starting to feel yeah, that electricity. Absolutely. Man. You, dude, you lost your marbles when McDavid scored. I did lose my marbles <laughs> and my voice, actually. So. I, I kind of did, too, yeah. So, That's okay. awesome. Okay, well, we're going to take a quick music break. And we're going to come back. Vex, who do we have this week? I think we're playing Cluster Funk. Are we playing Cluster Funk? Yeah, we're going to play Uga Chaka by Cluster Funk. I was actually at their show last Friday at The Needle. Oh, nice. Super, super awesome time. Yeah, hey, wait, hold on real quick. Orders with the news. You texted me and you said that the Nuge was there. Yeah, I I was eating dinner and then uh, just kind of on his way out, I was just like almost... 100% 100% sure that's Ryan Nugent Hopkins and uh Walking yeah, out with he he was he was a well-dressed man uh, I'll tell you boy. that yeah but <laughs> he definitely I like kind of made eye contact eye contact and I was just like eh, I'm just like I'm not even going to bother <laughs> you know he's busy, <laughs> he's busy. He busy. <laughs> one day <laughs> okay okay, let, okay let's make a promise right here right now okay we will have an oiler on the show sometime in the next 365 days sure even if it's an ex-oiler I'm okay with that okay cool okay. The goal set. All right. Done. <laughs> We're going to play Uga Chaka by Cluster Funk. We'll be right back on YG Sports Live with A-Rod and Amos. And Dusty. And Dusty. And Bex. And Bex. You can say what you want, but you think, who can check it? You can say what you want, but you think, who can check it? You can say what you want, but you think, who can check it? You can say what you want, but you think, who can check it? You can say what you want, but you think, who can check it? You can say what you want, but you think, who can check it? You can say what
Sports wait. Live with Aaron Navos. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, it's over. Oh, we're back. Okay. Oh, yeah. No, it was good. It was good. All right. That was, that, was like, that was really good. That Dude. was almost like real radio Woo. stuff. Like, we're like, we came in at like, the end of the song. Do, 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 and we're kind of like do, dancing do, and do, stuff. Do, 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 do. Yeah. yeah. Dusty's looking at us weird. One day we'll have video Bax in here. Falling and asleep. People can just <laughs> laugh at us. Uh, that was Uga Chaka by Cluster Funk. If you haven't heard the word, it is Cluster Funk. 11 I thought piece. the bird was the word. No, the word is cluster funk, and you've just been heard. So, uh, super stoked for those guys, though. Uh, huge show at the Needle last week. Uh, main stage at Astral Harvest this year. Couldn't be more proud. All right, back to the sports stuff. Yeah, A-Rod. that's what we don't get paid to do. Yeah, okay. So, uh, sitting here at Bachelor Casual Studios with Dusty from... Jay's on the couch? Jay's from the couch. Jay's from the couch. How do we both mess that up in one show? That sucks. 
Bex, when, we need cards or something. When everybody like, starts adding at Jay's on couch, I'm going to be super choked. Oh, but uh, <laughs> it's at Jay's from couch. Yeah, Jay's from couch. Jay's from the couch. We're going to do that for the OT show. We're going to make a big sign that says Jay's from the couch. Okay. Is it cool. Jay's from the couch or Jay's from couch? It's Jay's from the couch. The Twitter, the Twitter handle is at Jay's from couch. Okay, from couch. awesome. Yeah. Okay, but it's Jay's from the you got Sweet. Okay, we're got gonna it. talk Blue Jays really quick, but Arod, you got some Condors news to uh, wrap Condors up here. Real quick, and then we're gonna talk Blue Jays. All right, buddy, get us into it. Get you. us into okay, it. Okay, so Bakersfield Condors—they're still in the playoff hunt. Yeah, they are. Um, that four-point lead they had against Stockton. Yeah, who how's is that coming? Calgary's flame, uh, Calgary's farm team. You got it. Uh, yeah, that four-point lead. Yeah, gone. Gone. Oh tied. wow. Tied. Huh. Tied. Well, no. Sorry, they're tied in. Uh, winning percentage, but Condors have the. Why does Calgary hand? just tr- have to try to one us up I, us I on know. everything they, they we do? You know, we got yeah. a new arena now. You guys want a new arena? What's wrong and with the Saddle Dome? You guys come on. Build it by the river where it flooded. <laughs> this makes no sense. Anyways, any hoodles? Uh, Condors are seven three and zero in their last ten games. Last week they were nine and one. Uh, they went one and two last week. Um, they ended their two-game mini skid with a 4-1 win over the Ontario Rams Saturday night, and it was law enforcement night. Um, who's that guy from Chips? Something Estrada from the original Chips. Do you know who I'm talking about? What is Chips? Yeah, I do. Okay, okay, then take yeah. five. Cool. Um, what was his name? Something Estrada? Yeah, I know okay. who you're talking about. Yeah, I not Marco um, Estrada. No, let's call him Pascal. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um. He was from the show Chess back in the 70s, the original cop show. Um, he dropped the ceremonial first buck. Pretty cool. Because um, it was law enforcement night. Uh, after the game, the jerseys were auctioned off, and $20,000 was raised to benefit the Kern County Law Enforcement Foundation and the homeless shelter. Right so the Condors just do good things on and off the ice. Um, our boy pool party, Jesse Pugliarvi. Yeah, yeah, JP. Yeah. Um, he scored his 11th goal of the year Saturday Love night. It. Yeah, and then went over the rain. Uh, Condors, like I say, they sit tied at 68 points with Stockton in the division for the final playoff spot. Six games to go. So the Condors, basically, the fate of their season is in their hands. Right? And it, they hold their destiny. Okay. They can win out and make it, or they can stink up the joint and let that Calgary's other team get in. <laughs> <sighs> This is just, there's going to be a lot of Calgary slams in this yeah, show. Yeah, there I, is. I feel like yeah. during our Blue Jays segment, we're going to find out <clears throat> that... Do you guys got a football team or something we can rank on? No. Stan Peters. <laughs> Stan Peters. Wait, that'll be later on. That'll Wait, be... Oh. We can bring it back to the summer for that. Yeah, yeah. Bring it on for Stan Peters. You know what? Real quick. Bull Levi Mitchell. The guy's a stud. Oh, oh man. It's unreal. He's a stud. Love having that guy. Stud. Okay. Uh, Eric Estrada. That's the guy! That's the guy! I was Eric really close, Estrada. Pascal. Yeah. yeah, that's the guy. Uh, so the Condors, let's get back on track. The show is already off the rails. Uh, Condors start a five-game road swing uh, tomorrow night against the Texas Stars, Friday and Sunday against the San Antonio Rampage. So five of their last six games are on the road. Yeah. Great. Awesome. Um, I did have the stats for their away record this season. I don't know where they went. I blame my girlfriend's cat okay. for walking on my laptop. Uh, some notable player stats. Um, Anton Lander. It's like the, guy the worst excuse I've ever heard. But like. <laughs> <laughs> I'm through with, with the dog ate my homework. Um, Anton Lander, the guy who's going to ditch us to go play in the K and make a ton of money. Yeah. Uh, 36 games played, 24 goals, 28 assists, 52 points, plus 26 leads the team in points. Huge. Uh, our boy Pooley uh 33 games played, 11 goals, 14 assists, 25 points, plus 4. 
Uh, Joey Lalegia, the guy I talked to. I talked yeah, you talked a little bit about yeah. Joey last week, yeah. Yeah, um, made the move from being a D-man to being a forward. Doing the old Dustin Bufflin 60, move. Yeah, right, but backwards. Um, he's 61 games played this season, 19 goals, 17 assists, 36 points. He's a plus seven. Nice. Yeah, he's been lighting it up lately. Uh, Jordan Orsterly is also still racking up the points. 42 games played, seven goals, 25 assists. 32 points, he's plus six. Uh, Nick Ellis, the backup in Bakersfield, uh, 14, 10, and one with a 267 goals against average and a 920 save percentage. I feel like you can. Yeah, I can relate. Those are good numbers. Bit. Yeah. And uh, Jonas Gustafsson, the monster. He's kind of a soft monster. Uh, eight and seven with a 237 goals against average and a 919 save percentage. I think he took a couple of games after games off after he scored a goal yeah <laughs> yeah listen guys i scored a goal i'm don't even really have to do anything yeah. yeah um speaking of goalies beat it to vegas step into uh talk? oh i want to talk blue jays that's why we're here yeah. that's why we got dusty here fair enough if uh we got crease talks we'll get time to it all right <laughs> but it's your segment the blue jays yes let's talk about the blue jays have officially the opened their 2017 yes. season mm. and uh well not, didn't really start off on a winning note, I guess. No, uh, they kind of they had a it was a thriller, eleven inning uh, game against Baltimore last night. Yeah, they lost three two though. Um, Dusty, let's bring you in. You've been kind of quiet uh, during the whole show. Light us up, light on, us up on the light Blue Jays, bro. Yeah. Well, first off, uh, I guess what did you think of the Jays' first first hold game? On, time out. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold, on, stop, hold, hold, hold on. on. That was a good question. <laughs> well, you well, you I can't take st- my question sorry. back. No, no, just just put it on the side for now. Let's I'm gonna swear jar right away. <laughs> Go for it, um, Dusty from Jays from the couch. T- tell us a little bit about how you got onto Jays from the couch. Yeah, okay, and kind of cool. like your background, how you got to where you are now. Um, so my background basically, um, I've just been a diehard sports fan my entire life. Yep. Um, not too much of a history in writing, uh, and I noticed last year that uh, Jays from the couch had opened up a site. Um, one of the guys, uh, the guy who runs the site right now, Sean Doyle had, uh, branched out and started his own site and I started reading it and it really made an impression on me early on. It's a really good site. They got a lot of good writers there. Um, we should get a website. You should. (laughs) (laughs) So they, they put out an open call. Uh, I threw it out there, said, Hey, you know, this, you know, I've never really written anything before, but, uh, I can do up a test article. I'd love to take a chance with you guys. They took a chance on me, um, on an article that I threw out and mm-hmm. uh, it was actually on Drew Storen and how garbage he was, uh, yeah. to start last year. And, uh, it's just kind of grown from there and the site has really grown from there too. I mean, uh, if you check it out, uh, again, jaysfromthecouch.com, we actually had, uh, an exclusive interview with Mark Shapiro. Oh, cool. Yeah. So a big, big that's, news that's, for the that's site. Big. That's big. That's yeah. Yeah. Man. A lot of expansion, a lot of great writers, a lot of great articles. I, I can't say enough good things about the site. Yeah. I mean, obviously I'm biased, but, uh, man, of course. It, it's, what drew, in oh. fr- it's what drew me in, it's what drew me in the first place. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Exactly. Um, so that's really cool. So that's where a little backstory. Uh, we actually met at the Blue Jays uh, media availability. Yeah, during yeah, their that's winter right. Tour and like you brought it, man. Like you were, you were asked, you were asking questions about like pitch rotation to Marco Estrada, and Marco looked at you and he's like, "I don't even know that stat, bro. Like, <laughs> I got to put on the spot like this, right?" But like that, and that's where like we we like, we were talking after and. Um, you just seem like a, like a guy who just knows his stuff about the Blue Jays, and since we can't get Jamie Thomas, sorry, Jamie Campbell or anybody big like that, we thought, hey, 
You're a free labor. Oh, he's still yeah. big. Come <laughs> yeah. on, man. Bigger than us. Uh, exactly. Yeah, I, I see how it is. Sloppy seconds. Say, okay, <laughs> that's all right. <laughs> sure, hey. now we got to bring on a Flames fan. Here yeah. we go. <laughs> hey, you just said Flames fan. <laughs> Anyways, so so now that's a little bit about your, your backstory, which is awesome. Um, so let's step into uh, Blue Jays this year. They've made a lot of changes. Um, Edwin Encarnacion, of course, signed with the dirty, dirty Cleveland Indians. Um, do you, do you do you feel that Cleveland is kind of like another rival? Um, hold on, let me reward that. Do you find that the Cleveland Indians are kind of like a Boston Red Sox um, rival, like a le- like a level of rivalries? Do you feel like Cleveland is right there with with the Bo Sox because of their playoff history, and then now that they have Edwin Encarnacion? No, I don't think so. Um, there's the whole divisional aspect, yeah. right? And that's yeah. what I think really builds those. Yeah. Uh, builds those rivalries is is having to play the team so many times a year. They don't see Cleveland as often as they'd see, uh, you know, like a Boston or, or a New York, or a New York, or even even a Baltimore. Now yeah, Baltimore right. is becoming a bad one. And even I mean, the last game, uh, the game yesterday. I mean, you heard yeah. the boos for Jose Batista and oh, just yeah. like it was, it, it, it they're dirty rivalries. The playoffs it builds on that, and yes. you know if we keep running into those guys, maybe down the road. But I think just the the fact that the divisional aspect isn't there. And the whole W that uh, double E thing, I, I don't think it really adds to the rivalry. Yeah. Because I don't think it was. Um, I don't know. I don't get that bitter feeling towards yeah. it. Um, you it's know, business. Yeah, it's business. It was business. And he know? signed for a lot less in Cleveland than what Toronto was offering him. Allegedly, yeah. Allegedly. Yeah, it, it's it's all in how it kind of played out yeah. with the first offer that went out, and mm-hmm. they wanted to test free agency, and um, you know, there's the way their the way the agent handled it. Yeah. I He well, could he could have been a Blue Jay. And he's not, but uh, I'm ready to move on. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, well, let's go back to your question that I cut you off on. Oh no, I, I, I absolutely bad. no, dude. It's I feel fine. Bad. It's fine. No, no you know, I, you know, I didn't even think about the whole backstory thing. You're <laughs> 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 right. No, uh, I, I just, yeah, just really quickly, I just wanted to get your take of of the of how the Jays' um, performance yesterday and sort of the first official outing since since spring tra- spring training yeah you know what it wasn't bad um there was definitely some rust uh the there was the ball that dropped between zeke and pilar uh with the ball went over pilar's head um you know guys just missing some spots so a little bit of rust you could see for sure i really liked estrada's performance i mean anytime you retire 10 guys in a row like that i mean you're 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 doing well he had some loud outs but i mean that's estrada for you he's that fly ball pitcher yep. right uh, the only time he seemed to really struggle was when he was out of the stretch, um, and those guys got on because of the ball over Pilar's head and the ball dropping between Zeke and Pilar. So uh, they were pretty good. Um, the defense was good. Joey Bats, his his hose, like he brought that arm. Man, he threw the the throw to second. And, uh, Just wonder when he's it, like, does it ever get tired? You know, like yeah. for him, like <laughs> you know what, and that's where I think. Uh, just to piggyback on that, I think Batista realizes that he needs to be a better uh, right fielder this season. It's going to be a huge year for him. I, yeah. I, you know, he's got that chip on his shoulder after everything that he went through. Um, last year wasn't great defensively. I, I, I don't think I saw a throw like that out of him all last year. Yeah. And even the plays that he was making in the WBC, that, that gun out at home, mm-hmm. I don't think I'm, I saw him make a throw like that all that last year. I think there were lingering injuries, whether it was the foot or in yeah. the arm or, yeah. or what have you. But the, the other thing, too, is just at bat, I mean, the guy's never lost his batter's eye. Like, no. I, I take a look at how he did last year, and even though his average was way down, and I had it written down here, sorry, guys, 
Guys, um, seven pages of notes. I love it. The guy, <laughs> yeah. you, come, you come to play. I like I gotta, it. I got to come like prepped, guys. <laughs> um, but his batting average was down, and his home runs were down. Um, you know, he still saw a lot of hard-hit balls last year. So whether he just wasn't getting much luck, his hard-hit balls, like by fan, by fan graphs, they break it into three categories. Right. Soft, medium, and hard. His hard-hit percentage was up 5%, where he saw he just saw a little bit more soft percentage. Um whether it's lingering injuries, I just I think he's going to have a really big bounce back year. Yeah, the the one thing with I noticed too with him last year was just it, it felt like he was almost overthinking the little things, right? Uh, especially a lot of the looks and stuff that he was getting uh, compared to the season that he had before, and and maybe just like somewhere in the back of the head, putting a little bit of extra pressure on himself because he knew it was a contract year, yeah. right? And he knew that you know especially with double E like to kind of elevate your performance to be the guy that the club wants to keep no matter what, right? Yeah, I mean, that that bat flip, it's iconic. I will forever remember the bat flip. <laughs> oh, yeah. Forever. That is etched in my memory. For sure. Like when, um, oh, who no. The Blue Jays player who hit the home run in the World Touch Series. Touch them all, Joe. That's Joe the one. Carter, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah thank oh, you. Yeah. Th- to me, that's my Joe Carter moment. The the bat flip is my Joe Carter moment for sure. Yeah, it, uh, it's it's too bad they couldn't you know keep going and finish it out. But still, yeah. I mean, I've got a bat flip T shirt, right? Like they sell not? paintings out of yeah. it. Like <laughs> it's just it was. It's one of those. I remember exactly what I was doing. Like yeah, me too. Like I pretty much tackled my wife. My kids are crying. They're like, "What's still wrong with daddy?" Because I'm just screaming. <laughs> yeah. Um. Real quick, I just wanted to um follow up with another Batista question for you. Um. In spring training, uh, he was third in batting he played 11 games 29 at bats he hit a 414 he had a 469 on base percentage four runs 12 hits eight rbis two home runs um do you feel as if that stat line is kind of um, like a teaser to what we're going to see in the regular season like you were saying how he's he's coming back he's playing with a little bit more fire uh in his game and how he's gonna basically elevate his season it definitely could be i I always take spring training numbers with a grain of salt. Mm-hmm. You, you got guys working on things a lot, yeah. right? I mean, you take a look. I mean, Aaron Sanchez put up an eight-point-something ERA in spring, and he's not yeah. going to put that up in the regular no, season. he's not. It's, it, guys are working on things. You know, mm-hmm. uh, at the winter tour, we talked to Sanchez about his changeup yeah. and why he shied away from it and why the confidence wasn't there. So then you go into spring training, where's a better time to try to build confidence in a pitch like that mm-hmm. than in live games that – don't matter at the end of the day, right? So yeah. he wasn't throwing his his fastball as much in spring, so yeah. he's throwing his number three pitch. Mm-hmm. Well, if Batista is going against guys who are doing the exact same thing, he's got a better chance. But th- the thing about him is he played in the World Baseball Classic. Yeah. He looked good there. His batter's eyes never never gone down. Like it like it's a three sixty six OBP last year. Yeah, I mean, and that's that's with a two thirty four average. That's a yeah. low average. And he missed a lot of games last season too. Yeah, he did. Yeah. So I like. This guy, oh, what's, I hate when I can't talk. I hate when I just. You want to say the sky's the limit? Is that what you're looking for? (laughs) Yeah, sure it is. Post-concussion syndrome, kids. (laughs) It's terrible. Um, I want to talk about, to the newest addition uh, to the Blue Jays, Kendris Morales. Um, He was kind of a, like a questionable kind of signing, I think, amongst Jays fans, especially since in the offseason they were looking to pick up both Double E and Jose to keep them in the fold. Um. His spring training, he was fourth in batting, um, 18 games, 48 at-bats. He hit a 354, had a 392 on-base percentage, six runs, 18 hits, eight RBIs, and also had two home runs, the same as Batista. Um, what have you seen out of him in spring training and 
what 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 do you expect out of Morales this season? Um, well, it, it's funny. I I really like the Morales signing. I think um, I'll get to you know what I think about how he's gonna do, but. Yeah. The biggest issue that people kind of had with it is that the market this offseason was flush with first with guys just like him. Right. And they went out and they jumped the gun and they jumped on it right away and signed him to that $33 million deal, right? Yeah. So I, I think the issues with the signing were more about how the signing took place because I think if they weighed out that market, they got a better chance at maybe getting him on a better deal or anything like that. Taking all of that peripheral stuff aside, yeah. I love the signing. Yeah. I I've got big expectations for him this year um the spring training i mean it's all good things right those numbers yeah. are off the charts he, he had a hell of a spring yeah but like you say it, it's spring training. it's spring training right. but so then you look more into other numbers right so yeah. uh for example he played um he played in kansas city last year right yeah. so if you take the ballparks uh espn does a thing where they have ballpark factors based on how many runs and home runs are hit uh things like that so really if you look at the ballpark factors Toronto is going to give him a much better opportunity yeah. than um, than Kansas City would yeah. on the home on the home turf as well as in you know uh, opposing parks where yeah. he's going to play divisional games a lot. Yeah. So for example, the park factor, uh, the home run park factor at Rogers Center is one point zero one zero. So that's point zero one zero better than the average than a, an average ballpark. Okay. In Kauffman Stadium, it was point seven eight three. That's a big jump that's a huge jump you can even overlay his spray chart so it, yeah. the stuff you can do on the internet with baseball it's stats crazy. right now is unbelievable so you can actually take his spray chart and overlay it on top of rogers center yeah. if you do that you can count out about eight to ten more balls that would have been hit for home runs yeah and the dude hit 30 last year so i mean obviously he's not playing at rogers center every game so you no. scale that back and everything but that's an extra five home runs if he's a 35 home run guy that's huge um, the other thing I like to take a look at, it's, it's a stat, it's called weighted runs created plus. Okay. And just to completely simplify it, basically it takes your stat line mm -hmm. and it meshes it all together and then gives you a number, matches it up for league average. So league average would be one, uh, adjust for park factors and things like that. And then what it'll do is it'll take it and give you like a, if you're a 120, then that means you're 20% better than what the league average person would produce for runs. If you're at eight point at 80, then you're 20% below what a league average person for uh, for ones would would cost. So his weighted runs created plus over the past two years are 110 and 130. Okay. So two so over the past two years, he's been 30% and 10% better than an average person in that position. Yeah. So interesting. The addition yeah. of him. Plus, you put him into this great park. Um, the other thing that's really popular right now is to look at exit velocity. How hard is that ball leaving the bat? His exit velocity was top 10 last year. Wow. So if he keeps on barreling up the ball like he has been, mm -hmm. we can expect big things. And if springs any indication at all, yeah. he's going to be a big addition. Yeah. So basically, just to break all that stuff down, you, you take out the stats that you mentioned, which, were, which are huge. What you're saying is, is that Kenneth Morales... Um, when he's playing at home, it's um, as that ballpark is very home run friendly for him. For him, is what you're saying. Compared to Kaufman, oh yeah, yeah. exactly. Kaufman's so, a pitcher's park. Yeah, Rogers. So home cooking. Oh yeah, is what you're expecting from Candace Morales. That is perfect. Amos, you got one? Um, yeah. I, I was just just gonna just to follow up on on all of that stuff. Yeah. Um, I mean, Morales uh, four at bats yesterday. Um, one. 
RBI. Uh, just looking at the Jays' schedule uh, for for April, uh, Dusty. I guess where where do you see us at the end of the first twenty five games, and maybe just uh, a a quick season prediction? Yeah. Um, I think the first 25 games, I think we're going to get off to a little bit of a slow start here. I think pitching is really going to float us through the beginning, por- the beginning part of the season. Um, as, as far as the season prediction, I, uh, I was thinking about this. Um, I don't think they're going to get quite to 110. <laughs> it, it, it's a big number. It's a big that's number. A, but, a, you, but your boy can dream, right? I, I so love right? the optimism. Man. I love the optimism. Hey. I I'm a little bit lower on it. Uh, I th- I'm, I'm down around the 87 wins mark. Okay. Is that so still good enough for postseason ball, though? I, I do believe so. I think that's going to get them in the wild card. I, I was just about to say, that's good enough for wild card. Yeah, I, I still think Boston takes it. There's th- the, the main reason for me I, that I kind of am hesitant to give them that big over 90 win season uh, is, first of all, is depth. I don't... I don't like that there's not very much uh, m- very much depth in the and especially in the bullpen and I worry about the bullpen. Yeah. Uh, Grilly was phenomenal last year, but uh, I, I worry about him coming into this year. And even yesterday that game, I mean, um, he came in and bailed uh, you know bailed out Aaron Loop, but then he tossed up three meatballs in a row, yeah. and the third one left the park for a walk off home run to real, the real quick just for listeners, what's a meatball? Meatball uh, just a. Nice easy ball, fastball right down the middle, nice. and and he actually elevated this one a little bit too. So yeah. when it's high in the zone, it's easier for guys to see. It's easier for them to barrel up. And uh, there's uh, another show that we listen to that mm-hmm. say they say those those pitches are right down the deck. Yeah. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> nice. Um, so just to kind of bounce question a uh, another question off of what he said. Um, Let's let's talk real quick about the Blue Jays' uh, pitching rotation. Uh, who do you see standing out? Who do you see as a black horse? And um, who will reach twenty wins first out of oh. that rotation? Dibs on Sanchez. Yeah, Sanchez <laughs> has got a good chance. Um, I worry about health with him. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, there's all that st- the talk about the arm and how much the he shoulder. got stretched out and yeah. everything like that. Um, I think the first one of twenty wins. Uh, I'm gonna say I'm gonna go with J Hap. Okay. Um, like yeah, I like that. I like, I really like the rotation this year, and it's it's hard to say dark horse, uh, yeah. just because they've got such a strong starting five. If you really want to talk like dark horse, mm-hmm. Lariano has looked really good. He's backed with he's back with Russell Martin. Things are clicking. That slider, uh, yeah. I mean, that's that's something that you can talk about for spring training. Even if numbers are a little sketchy, that slider was moving, yeah. and he was making batters look silly. Um, he, he I, was. I, Real um, quick, I just want to have a Lariano stat. He finished the Grapefruit League with 29 strikeouts over 18 innings, and he will start Game Four of the season. Yeah, I'm excited, man. I'm excited. He's uh, he was looking good. I mean, I picked him up in my fantasy baseball league way late. Like that's a, <laughs> like I'm I'm ready right for him to to step up. He's got oh fair enough. Like yeah. that's like you picked him up late in your in your draft. Um, just to switch to hockey real quick, I picked up Cam Talbot 13th round in my draft. Yeah, <laughs> in my in my fantasy league, and I'm Oof. in the finals this week. There you go. Yeah, right? Anyways, back to Blue Jays. <laughs> 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 no, that's awesome. Well, uh, yeah, I, you know, I mean, 87 wins. Uh, I, well, I'm, I'm definitely on board for that. And, I mean, hopefully, you know, it's closer to, like, 95. But, yeah, uh, I said 95. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's cool, man. Well, th- thank you so much for doing this preview with us. Cause like I said, uh, we're not the most savvy, uh, when it comes to the, the in-depth stats and stuff like that. But I don't know. I mean, if you be okay with it, you want to be like our unofficial outsider blue Jays 
analysts for the season. You know, we could do a couple. Do you want to be our Steve Phillips? Hey man, anything you guys need, you just <laughs> fire me a message. I can uh, can fire fire some stuff off for sure. Awesome. I love that, Dusty. Thank okay, you so and much. Then, okay, so we have one now. Okay, if we can get low tide. <laughs> yeah, as our as our Oilers insider and also our Montreal Expos insider, that would be fantastic. Par- <laughs> and just a parting shot, guys, because I just because I ahead, wrote this one ahead. down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Steve Pierce this year. Yesterday, man, he already opened up the season good. Yeah. He had more weighted runs created. He had more WRC plus, so that's not that I threw it earlier. Yeah. yeah. He had more than Edwin last year. Really? Ooh. Yeah, so watch out for him. Yeah. He got, they got him on a sweetheart deal. It's just a one-year deal, but I'm I'm excited about him. He's kind of my guy to watch coming into this year. I'm nice. really excited for Pierce. I want to see what Donaldson can do this year. Last year, he tore it up. I want to see what Kevin Pillar can do. I want to see more crazy catches. I, w- I don't want to see any more of him losing the bat. Buddy, like Pillar's already yesterday. laying off outside pitches. I know. He, he said at the winter tour, like we, yeah. you know, he said at the winter tour, he was going to work at staying inside the zone because that's yeah. where he can be more effective. He repeated it over and over in the offseason. And yeah. uh, there was a pitch, I think it was early in the game today, it was a slider outside that he laid off, and it yeah. kind of went, huh? And he took a walk. I mean, dude's on pace for 162 walks. Let's go. <laughs> If he can be on base and turn that order over, yeah, oh, that helps exponentially. Maybe start a hit and run with Travis. Love it. Nice. I like the hit and run. All right. So okay, we got to keep rolling. Yeah, we're, we are we're rolling hot. hot on time here. <laughs> so uh, keeping with all things Toronto, uh, let's jump to Real hoops. Quick, Raptors. Yeah, yes. let's go to Raptors. Uh, Raptors sitting in third place tonight. Uh, going into a game against the Indiana Pacers. Uh, started about well 25 minutes ago. Check the Twitter. Yes. For the update, uh, Raptors went 2-1 and one last week. A-Rod, they are only three games behind the Boston Celtics Ooh. for the Eastern Conference lead, who have moved ahead of the Cleveland Cavaliers. Uh, Raptors, five games this week. Well, uh, five games over the next week. Uh, tonight in Indiana, uh, tomorrow at Detroit, and then uh, come back Friday versus the Heat, mm-hmm. and then back on the road Sunday um, against the Knicks, and then wrapping up the season April 12th against LeBron. So it's going to be a marquee matchup. Yeah, I mean, are you into the Raptors at all, Dusty? A little bit of basketball. Not a basketball guy. That's oh, okay. Right. Man. That's fair. You know, That's fair. Just as as Canada's only basketball team, we feel like we do them their credit, and yeah. this is a sports show, so we like to talk a little bit of raps. Um, Kyle Lowry has said that he will decide when Kyle Lowry is ready, and a doctor will not. Kyle so he's Lowry, already talking like he's Kyle Lowry, Kanye. Kyle Lowry will tell Kyle person. Lowry when Kyle Lowry is ready. Is that a legit quote? And legit. And, um, <laughs> and it Bex doesn't behind sound the glass says no. Like, it, I, I was paraphrasing. No, he did say Kyle Lowry will decide when Kyle Lowry returns. Anyways, um, and it's an undetermined. You know, it could he'll, be he'll in be back three for the games. Playoffs and him be. and him and Demar will be just like peanut butter and jelly. Him and Stamkos are probably like, "Do you want to come back first? No, you do it. No, no, you do it. You come back. No, you come back." Um, see, that's the thing. Lowry and Demar are like peanut butter and jelly. They're like McDavid and Drysaitel. Yeah, they just. Uh, Kevin Durant also set to return this Saturday Ooh. for the Golden State Warriors. Um, yeah, but. The Raptors doing fine. Uh, well, last week, like I said, we went two and run. Uh, DeMar DeRozan picked up another 40-burger uh, Friday night against Indiana. Would that be comparable? Was, is that comparable to Dusty's meatball? Um, Phrasing? No, not quite, actually. <laughs> I, I, I think this is a little bit better. Uh, well, I consider You're the talking about burger, my meatball? The, uh, <laughs> this is my first podcast, guys. Come on. <laughs> Wait till the overtime show. <laughs> it's a family show, all right? <laughs> It is not. Uh, no, DeRozan picked up 40 <laughs> points, four assists, nine rebounds plus. against Indiana. And then on Sunday, 
It was uh, Serge Ibaka leading the team with oh, 24 yeah. points and six rebounds. So, like I said, Raptors just kind of trying to hold the pace right now. Um, looking like they're going to play the Wizards or the Bucks in the first round. So, yeah. Pretty I strong. had something for that. You, you Damn went, it. Oh, really? Or were you just... It's free? gone. It's okay. Gone. It's gone. It's gone. Okay. Um. So, really quick, uh, we didn't talk about it when we were doing the NHL stuff. Uh, but A-Rod, the NHL announced yesterday that they will not be going to Pajong Jang yeah. in uh, South Korea next year. Um, the no, no, double. No, hold on, wait, time out. No, no. The Olympics are in Russia next year, in 2018. In I'm pretty sure they're in South Korea. Like I'm almost. Pa I'm pa working pa on pa it right Chang now. Is either not way, in either way, they're not going. They're not. <laughs> yeah, we did. We actually did have this argument. I'm pretty sure I'm right. Um, um, the double IHF has also said that if the NHL uh, stands behind their decision, they will not be taking place in the 2022 Olympics in could. Beijing. You know what? You so know what? Good for them. Let's talk about this really quick, uh, A-Rod. Okay, so it is in Pyeongchang. I was wrong. I yeah, thought I was in Russia. That's cool, man. I know, admit, I know, admit, uh, admit when you're wrong. Okay, everybody who's listening <laughs> to this podcast, all six of you, I was wrong. Yeah, thank you. Okay, you're Kay. welcome. Um, so just to kind of step into that a little bit, um, Alex Ovechkin has already made it public. He's already talked to Caps owner Ted Leonis. And he said, listen, I'm going. Yep. I'm going to go. And he's going to go regardless yeah. of the penalty from and I Gary think, Madden. I think in a, a lot of players will um, follow suit and tell their owners, listen, I'm going to go represent my country in the Olympics. Yeah. You know, because this, this decision, this hurts McDavid. This is going to stir a little this bit hurt. of shit between the double IHF and the NHL, though. It will. And, and you know what? This is about profits. And pretty much from the owners, they don't want to take the break. That's exactly what this yeah. has been said. And they're pretty much... We're closing the books on the discussion. So, and and that's and that's a dumb thing to do because, um, the the IOC will will say, okay, so you don't want to go to to um, Korea, yeah, for the Olympics, but you just made a deal with China, you're yeah, to do your two gonna, preseason games, gonna, yeah, next and then year with and then the, you want to come participate in twenty twenty two in the well, Olympics, and that's the thing, right? Is Batman like you want to do these preseason games? You're gonna miss out on a of potential like marketing and profit opportunities to go keeping yeah. your NHL players out of the Olympics and, and not yeah. to mention that you might as well just hand it to the Russians or the Swedes because you, we're not, we don't have a good enough amateur team no you know what you know what this could those be, international this, teams like this could be our calling <laughs> go play for team Canada this could be our calling this is what I do all if the those, NHL doesn't is, go next year it's gonna be Ben Scrivens um, oh. Alex Burrows, oh, uh, the Dragon like, <laughs> You know, you're gonna see guys like Jeff Petrie and like <laughs> Good old Petrie. Spangler Tom Cup Gilbert. rosters. Yeah, yeah exactly. Over, yeah. No, it'll be a Spangler Cup roster and Taylor Hall. <laughs> <laughs> he can just go. He can. He can be minus Everly. No, he's Canada already said he's not from now on. He, but he, no, I Taylor I, Hall already said that he's not gonna go play the World Championships this year. Yeah, well, he probably won't get invited because he's not good enough. So. <laughs> Enough, it's just he's his attitude sucks. His he has a shitty attitude. Yeah, Some hard feelings, guys. Him and Bill Daly. No, I don't no, care, man. No, dude, <laughs> we won the it's, trade. It's no. well known around the city that Taylor Hall, his character is questionable. Yeah, it was it, it, a P, good day. The PK Subban factor, I guess you could say. So PK Subban factor. What's that? Well, why is PK Subban not in Montreal? 
because of his locker room etiquette, because of the way he carries himself outside of the dressing room. I thought it was because Bergevin hated children's hospitals. Oh, yeah, right? (laughs) That's a hot take. That is a hot take. He does, like, the best good deed you could do is a hot... Who donates a year's salary and then donates it to the Stollery? Like, the guy's a stud. I don't care what anyone says about him. It wasn't the Stollery to his own foundation. No, I'm pretty sure it was the children's Stollery. Check your stats. Again. I hate being wrong. It's cool, man. Um, but anyways, I don't like this decision. I think like the Olympics should showcase the best players. And like uh, you know, as a player like Johnny Taze or Crosby or McDavid, you want to go? Go ahead and go. I'll miss you for two weeks, but just come back and but stay that's healthy. What the farm, and we've had this debate before. Yeah. This is why you have the farm team. Yeah. So you can call guys up to take their spot. Yeah. And and when the Olympics are, or why you are, carry twenty one players on your roster exactly, and dress and eighteen? So when the Olympics are, it's not in the middle of a playoff run. Yeah, or but a dash to the to a play to the playoffs, right? Yeah. Like if it was in March, okay, I can see why owners don't want their players to go because that is. But it uh, is, you know, it's around the deadline. I think injuries are a concern. The insurance well, is yeah, a concern, he, and a team like the Hawks are going to lose nine skaters. Yeah. So well, th- four for sure. Yeah, exactly. Right. You know, so, but that's why that's why you have AHL teams. I agree with you, Aaron. I'm you not. Know? I'm not disagreeing with you. I don't like owners, the decision. I can see the owners saying, "Okay, well, would you still pay full price tickets to not see McDavid?" It's about this right here, but it's about the dollar, and and, it's the, and that's uh, that's all it is. So I don't care how much I'm putting in the swear jar today. I don't care. don't. <laughs> Don't like it. <laughs> don't like it one bit. You know what? Since we've been running hot, yeah. who cares? You just want to play some music and come back. We'll talk some WrestleMania. And we'll yeah, 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 yeah. Let's play some music, and then we'll come back. We'll talk WrestleMania, and we'll wrap this show up. Uh, we'll be right back on YG Sports Live with A-Rod and Amos on gradio.ca with Dusty from Chase, Chase from, from the, the couch. couch. <laughs> yes. <Yeah! laughs> Nailed it. Woo, woo.
Let's fear the mammoth for you here on YG Sports Live, gradio.ca with Aaron Namos, presented by First Round Burgers Beer Sports. Buddy, good show today so far. Great show. Great Dusty? show. Hi, du- you know what? We'll get you in yeah. the high five. All right, I'm it's feeling it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks feeling for uh, coming yeah. to hang out with us today, man. There's no room for us to bat flip. Otherwise, yeah. we'd be bat flipping everyone. Giving us the uh, the Jays <laughs> insider. Uh, that's been great. Yeah, uh, Oilers. Kings tonight. A-Rod. Yes. Going for win number yes. six. Also win number 41. For Cam. Dad bought. It's going to be The game huge. will be on tonight, 8 o'clock on Sportsnet. You get down to first round, they will have Molson Canadian beer specials all game long. It's delicious. We should go get some of that right after this. Mm, so, yeah, we got to wrap up YG Sports Live here. We're going to get to the OT show exclusively yes. on Twitter at YG Sports Live. Yes. Uh, of course, all of our social media Dusty, links. Dusty, you want to come be on the overtime show? Facebook, Let's do it. I'm in. Instagram at YG Sports Live. Okay, Arod, uh, to wrap up the show, WrestleMania 33. Was this, this past weekend? This is the weekend. one time I will let it slide because oh. it was epic. Woo! Real yeah. quick, uh, the only part that I liked was Rob Gronkowski hopping over, like beating off security. Wait, language <laughs> phrasing. <laughs> are we still like, doing phrasing? Yes. Oh yes, we are doing. How phrasing. are we not phrasing? <laughs> Lana. Yeah. Anyways, I, it was really yeah, cool. Gronk yeah, Gronk made a Super Bowl 33 appearance. It was pretty awesome. WrestleMania 33. <laughs> Did I? What? <laughs> well, he probably made a Super Bowl 33 appearance, too. No, he probably no. wasn't even drafted then. No, he was still a kid. Yeah, he was still a little guy. Yeah. Okay, enough said. Gronk uh, spiking on. WrestleMania 33. It was pretty awesome for any pro wrestling fan. Um, started off huge. Shane McMahon, AJ Styles. Shane McMahon doing Shane McMahon things. Did he jump off the top of the stadium? Um. Well, yeah, no, he didn't. You know, because you think he's just going to go higher and higher each year. You know, he does the Hell in the Cell last year and the Titan trying to – he's getting kind of old. Uh, then but, I'm not entertained. But he's still like – dude, the guy's like an active Muay Thai trainer. So, um, But, yeah, anyways, he did jump ring post to ring post, uh, smashing a garbage can into the face of AJ Styles, which was pretty awesome. Uh, AJ Styles ended up winning that match. Okay. Yeah, uh, hold on, wait, he took a garbage can to the face and he still won? Yeah, you bet. He's the phenomenal one. Shane's a bitch. <laughs> Shane is a bitch. He's a McMahon. He can He's play it bitch. how he wants. Um, biggest WrestleMania surprise, uh, Jeff and Matt Hardy uh, kind of came out of nowhere and joined a last-minute uh, ladder match for the tag team titles. And, uh, yeah, Team Extreme, back after, like, 15 years out of the WWE, ended up winning their seventh uh, World Tag Team Championship. Uh, Jeff Hardy doing a swanton bomb off the top of a ladder through Cesaro, through another set of ladders, and then uh, Matt Hardy did the twist of fate also off the top of the ladder. Um, wrestling fans, you know what these moves are. Dusty, they're, they're you classic. know what these moves are. Yeah, I know sure the, he I does. know the Hardys, man. He, he knows the twist the of fate. Yeah, oh, yeah, he does. Gave a huge nod and a big smile when I heard twist of fate. Love it. Yeah, huge. <laughs> okay, uh, we'll, we'll get to the title stuff. Um, oh. Undertaker. Okay. Undertaker, uh, probably... His last, well, it it looks like his last WrestleMania, possibly his last match ever uh, against Roman Reigns. Um, Who used to play for the Eskimos? 23-2 and two, uh, is now the Undertaker's record at WrestleMania. He ends up losing to Roman Reigns after taking like seven or eight spears in a row. And then at the end of the match, he a uh, little sentimentally takes off the cloak and the hat and the gloves and left them in the center of the ring. So... Uh, pretty much it looks like The Undertaker's about to retire, but uh, possibly the greatest in-ring performer of all time, over 35 years in the WWE. Um, Brock Lesnar uh, re- wins the Universal Championship, beating Bill Goldberg uh, in a match that lasted more than 90 seconds, um, finally. So uh, fans actually got to see a little bit of taste of those two go at it. How did Cena do? Uh, Cena, uh, him and uh, Nikki Bella, his new fiance. 
Attaboy. who he proposed to in the middle of the ring. Uh, they beat uh, The Miz and Maurice. Um, Randy Orton's the new WWE champion as well. Shock. And uh, Bailey retained the women's champion. And uh, those. Oh, and uh, Seth Rollins beat Triple H in the unsanctioned match. So. So that, that really doesn't count then. Yeah, well, no, it, it it's just, unsanctioned. <laughs> I know what that but word it, means. But it was official. So, no, uh, all, all around, if you are a pro wrestling fan, it was uh, definitely, well, it'll probably be the best live event of this year and one of the better WrestleManias out of the past couple of years. Uh, yeah, A Rod, that's my WrestleMania wrap up. Right on. Right on. I, I wish you guys off the top. Yeah, you know, it'd be easier if you got more fired up about it, but it's cool. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. I'll, I'll just hit you with the steel chair. Okay. So. <laughs> My God, is that Amos's music? <laughs> you know what? My favorite memes were was during the election. It's like, oh my God, it's Bernie Sanders out of nowhere. He's got the money in the bank contract. He's cashing in on the U.S. presidency. It's Bernie Sanders. <laughs> I wish that would have happened. Actually, it was really cool. Uh, last night, they did bring back um, good old Jr. Jim Ross and nice. uh, Jerry the King Lawler for two special uh, guest commentator spots. So really cool to see those guys back. And Kurt Angle got inducted to the WWE Hall he of Fame. Would. So, hey, man. Oh, stop the damn match. He's an Olympic champion. <laughs> All right. Uh, for A-Rod, <laughs> I've been Amos. Thanks for joining us on YG Sports Live on gradio.ca. Uh, make sure you go to the website, download the app, download the podcast, all that cool stuff. Real quick, Dusty, how can people follow you on the social media world? Uh, you can follow me at dred09, D-R-E-D-09. Uh, you can follow the site at Jays from Couch. Uh, and check out the site. Like I said, just incredible content there. The exclusive with Mark, Sh- Mark Shapiro is a must-read. Just a lot of great stuff. We're going to check out Jays from the Couch Radio. we got a podcast that uh, Ooh. rolls. Ooh. They've got a flagship Ooh. podcast, rolls once a week, nice. with a bunch of audio hits in between. Nice. Uh, yeah, check it all out. Great stuff. Great awesome, stuff. man. Well, yeah, thank you again so much for uh, coming down and, and hanging out with us no, today. No, no, high fives, bro. Thanks a lot. Super appreciate right it. And, Thanks uh, for having me. And like I said, if you're down to do some phoners or even another uh, in-studio appearance, we'd love to have you back. Yeah, I had a blast, guys. Thanks a lot for having me. Awesome. YG Sports Live presented by First Round. Burger Spear Sports. We're out. We're out.